Hi, and welcome to the Young Hearts for Missions podcast. I'm your co-host, Bethany. I'm your co-host, Elisa. And I'm your co-host, Anna. We are three young women who are passionate to see God worshipped among all the nations. Our goal is not to tell you what you should and should not do or believe, but we invite you to journey with us as we discover God's heart for the nations. We hope you join us on this journey. Welcome to the third episode of the Young Hearts for Missions podcast. Today, we are going to interview our friend, um, but we'll refer to her as Mo today. Hi, Mo! Hello! So, a question that we like to ask our guests is, which one do you prefer? Beaches or mountains? I am a fan of both, but I prefer mountains. Mm. Mm. Why mountains? Um, I guess I'm not a huge fan of sand, except when it pertains to sports, but I just really like, I don't know, I think being surrounded by trees and like animals and things like that, and just kind of being high up in the perspective that you get from being so high. Oh. Mm. That's what I said too. I don't like sand. Nope. <laughs> it's everywhere. The next question is, how did you get involved in missions? Yeah, I think it started when I was in college. So I'd never really gone on a mission trip before. A lot of my friends did growing up with our local church. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it wasn't until college that I actually went on a mission trip myself to East Asia to do sports ministry. And I think that's when my interest kind of peaked and kind of learned more about just God's heart for the lost and about like unreached people groups who just have no access to the gospel or resources. And so, yeah, God really used uh, that trip to stir my heart for missions, though at the time I didn't really know that I would actually become a missionary. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, so like during your trip there, were there like some highs or lows? Yeah, I think my time over there, um, there was a lot of highs with just like learning new things and getting Mm -hmm. to hear from people who have just spent a lot of time out there and invested in the ministry that they were doing. Mm -hmm. And so I spent a lot of time actually talking with them and learning from them, just asking a bunch of questions. Um, I think my time overseas, uh, the lows, kind of just the adjustment of going to a place that you're uncomfortable with and that you don't know the language very well and so it's hard to connect with people sometimes and it can get really frustrating with that Um, and push usually pushes me to work harder with language but that always takes time and so there's a lot of frustrations but I think another cool thing with that though is you can see how God can still work through that even though your Mm -hmm. abilities aren't there so I've seen a lot of people be able to share like the gospel with others even though they can't speak the same language like even using like google translator or something like that to do that or they have the god tools app with different resources on it that you can use uh different languages and so you can share it in a different language even and as long as you know it in english you kind of walk through it with them side by side so it's pretty cool yeah thanks for sharing that with us it's really really cool Seeing that even in the midst of like a language barrier, that that's not too much for God. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That's encouraging too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you how would you say that your spiritual gifts play a role in missions? Yeah, I think I don't know, for me, I take a lot of joy out of just kind of serving people and helping people. And I think going over to another country and helping the ministries there and the locals there is just a huge space for that to come alongside locals and to help them in whatever avenue they need help. And, and I like to be flexible in that and whatever you need me to do, I will kind of fit that mold to do it. I'll learn what I'll need to do to do it. And I kind of like that approach because it ha- comes in with more of the ideal that I'm coming here to help kind of grow and strengthen and just help the already existing movement. It's not like I'm coming Mm -hmm. into a space to start my own thing. And it also just makes it cool because there's so many great opportunities to learn from the locals there, Mm -hmm. just like local brothers and sisters and just how they see the world, how they see God. There's different facets of how all the different cultures um, kind of see God and and Mm -hmm. to see through things through their lens and to like learn how to do ministry and their culture um, isn't super easy, but it's uh, a lot of fun to kind of see that and to learn from them. And so I think, yeah, just being someone who just really enjoys helping and serving in that way, it's been cool to go over there and come alongside locals and try to help build, like use the resources that I've been equipped with uh, in America to help build them up and help equip them through what they're already doing. Wow. Yeah. Ah, that's, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like coming alongside locals, was there any way like like what's an example of how they change your perspective? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think <clears throat> one way is I did a lot of sports ministry while I was overseas. Mm-hmm. And so people who had been there before me had already connected with a lot of people who wanted to use sports as a way to open doors, to reach uh, different unreached people groups and just use it as a way to really invest in people's lives, get to know people and share the gospel through that. And so then that kind of gave me a unique position as like someone who wasn't going to be there for a long time to kind of just be their assistants in a way. And so and kind of also be like the English speaker um, for classes, because that's usually what schools uh, would require. And so in a lot of ways, it was kind of watching them do ministry while I was kind of just their helper if they needed organizing groups or coming up with games. And so kind of just seeing how they would interact with people and how they would speak to people, how they might share the gospel or find little opportunities to do that. Um, And so kind of, observing culture in that way as well as getting to do like fellowship with them and so we would do like bible studies together and so kind of hearing what they would pull out of a passage versus what might stick out to me I think was really cool to see because it's just like very different I mean you have coming from America the more guilt innocence kind of view of culture or in most of Asia, it's honor shame, and that's still very new to me. <clears throat> and so, to kind of 
hear it from their voices and their perspectives uh, definitely enriched what I thought and believed and kind of see in the world. And so, I mean, it's a, it's a long journey to take to kind of really open that perspective and to kind of get out of just what you've learned in your own culture for so long. Uh, but yeah. it is a really cool journey to just realize how many different ways people like worship God, see God mm. and kind of explain how like the gospel has touched their hearts. Yeah. Mm. I kind of thought that like this summer too, like when we studied the Bible with like international students, mm. like we get to hear it from like what they think about God. And I think it's really cool to just learn from, yeah, from other people too. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, so for our next question, um, what does or what has missions look like in your context? Yeah, it looks very different, of course, from America, because um, East Asia is kind of where I spent most of my time overseas, and it's a closed country, and so we have to be very careful about like what we say, how we do things, and so that's why sports ministry has been really a big way that we've been doing stuff in other countries is because sports has this unique ability to cross basically a lot of cultural and language barriers mm-hmm. no matter where you are it's kind of universal like you have sports um, like soccer or basketball volleyball like everyone already knows these sports and really loves them whether it's just mm-hmm. watching it or playing it and so it's been a unique way that we've been able to come into a closed country and connect with the community and to just travel around and find places where there's unreached people groups and try to find connections there where we can visit those connections later and maybe continue to do ministry with them. And so, I mean, the day-to-day always looks a little hectic because things change um, so fast. Uh, Nothing's really set in stone, just the culture there with timing and schedule works different. But a lot of it would be kind of organizing different trips from Uh, America to East Asia of like athletes, college athletes. uh, And with those, we kind of connect with different schools and different coaches to do basically like sports clinics. And so we might do bring football players over and do a camp or do different clinics at schools where we show them what football is because they're not super familiar with it and kind of give them little examples and then do drills with them to teach them. And so through that kind of building a relationship with the school, with the teachers or with the coaches that we're working with. And so it's a bit of a slower process of building relationships and using like relational evangelism because you really have to have that solid relationship built up uh, before you can really start digging into spiritual conversations. Uh, But of course, it's like you have to just listen to the spirit because you might be able to meet someone and that person is ready to hear. And so kind of with this ideal of one year open to the person you're speaking to one year open to the spirit and what mm. you know he's guiding us to do and so a lot of ministry kind of would look like that just using sports as a way to get into a community and to establish ourselves of like oh this is what we do we're we started a sports club and so we just bring in mm. kids and we train them with basketball we bring in coaches 
gifts. And it's been like a really cool way to see God kind of give favor to that and allow mm-hmm. us to go places that normally we wouldn't be able to go as foreigners to some of these smaller cities and towns. Um, one really cool thing that we would do is get together a basketball team. So a bunch of just college athletes from America. And so they practice for a week together and they come over to East Asia for like two weeks and we travel around um, to like, I don't know, five or so different cities, maybe play like nine games in two weeks and do some clinics at schools. And just because we're Americans coming over playing basketball and playing their local teams, especially, or their college teams, we'd like fill entire gyms or stadiums with people just watching and then they'd all want to like meet the players afterwards and so it just created a really great opportunity to like hang out with like locals from the areas and talk with them especially at the universities that we would do ministry at a daily basis and meeting more students there Uh, Mm -hmm. and so yeah it's just really cool to kind of see how sports ministry works in a different context because in more open countries, what they usually do is um, yeah, bring teams of athletes to different countries. They'll play like a basketball game or a volleyball game. And then during halftime, share the testimony in the gospel. Whoa. And so, yeah, but going over to a closed country kind of work a little bit more on just like making those connections and building those relationships uh, before we dive into kind of asking things like, where do you find your hope? And, like general questions to try to open up spiritual conversations and give space uh, to do the gospel. And I think other than that, we would also try to do holiday parties whenever possible Mm -hmm. uh, because people are just very interested in American culture. And so they know some things like Christmas and whatnot, um, but we'd also do like Thanksgiving parties, Halloween parties, and Easter parties and just basically even if it had nothing to do with like a bible story like Christmas or Easter uh, finding ways through even like Halloween or Thanksgiving and kind of using stories about holidays or how we celebrate it to bring in the story of Jesus um, Mm. or the gospel somehow and so we would even do that with Halloween which is kind of funny to see how that worked yeah (laughs) There's also just like a really cool opportunity to be like, well, this is super like American to celebrate Halloween, go trick or treating, but somehow we can also wrap in the gospel and kind of, especially with Halloween, make a difference between like, you know, they celebrate their ancestors there, not celebrate, sorry, worship their ancestors there, um, and making that distinction of like Christians, we don't believe that there's any like power or influence that ancestors can have. But when we die, our spirit goes to heaven, like why that happens. Mm. And so, yeah, it's been really cool to kind of see how creative we can get in a space like that. Um, But yeah, there's just the many different ways that you can present the gospel and intro into it and really use storytelling, especially to kind of pull that across. Wow. Wow, that's so cool. <laughs> oh, man. And we got a taste of it <laughs> while playing volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's really cool. I really do think, yeah, sports, like, it really does bring people together. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really cool how you guys are using that as a method. That's yeah, really cool. That mm-hmm. Volleyball. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> 
So what is some advice that you would give to young people interested in missions? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, first is I think definitely educating yourself as much as you can on just what missions mm -hmm. is. <clears throat> because, I mean, I didn't really know about missions until college. And I think it blew my mind and kind of made me feel like I wish I knew this earlier and dived into it earlier because there's just so much to learn mm -hmm. from it. And in different ways, too, because, I mean, missions always hasn't gone the best of ways in the past. And if you look at the history of missions in the church, but I think even then, it's really important to learn, like, how missions has failed and how it succeeded so that you can know how to do it better. So even as, like, I've been on my journey as a missionary and getting questions from people who, whether it's, like, people in their family or in their past who've been hurt by missions or and the countries that they come from mm -hmm. and wondering like it's a difference of what I'm doing now like how are we you know not just doing the same thing and like taking advantage of people and countries and how kind of history of missions has done that um with just kind of imperialism coming into countries taking over and essentially forcing people to convert uh mm -hmm. so there's been a lot of pain in missions as well but it's cool to kind of learn about that learn from it and see how God has been changing the heart of missions around the world to mm -hmm. really just want to love people in their culture and in their language. And just this emphasis of really learning about the people and how the people see the world and using their heart language to share the gospel and wanting to make sure that everyone has the Bible in their own heart language is just really cool. And so just learning all about that, I feel like, I mean, it gets me really pumped up about missions and thinking about for myself going overseas. And so it's just a really cool way to get excited about it and to learn more about God's heart for the world. But I think even just like, even thinking about how you can be a part of missions, you don't necessarily have to be going overseas to be a part of missions. And I think there's different ministries that actually do really well. They go around to different campuses and kind of explain the vision of missions, but how we're all a part of missions, whether it's going there to another place or staying where you are, you're still a missionary. And then as well as in supporting missions, we're all asked to pray and to send people. Even yeah. me as like an overseas missionary, I can still pray for other missionaries and still yes. help send other missionaries too. And so it's just like each person, a part of the body coming together to, to be a part of sending the gospel to the ends yeah. of the end of the world. And so I think those are just really important perspectives to think about and have, especially as it relates to how you'll be a part of missions in the world and just of God's calling to each of us uh, to be a part of that. Um, but I think as well, like if missions is something that you're thinking of wanting to be part of and doing, to really like talk about it with other people. I think when I first got interested, I was really doubtful of what I could do as a missionary. Didn't really have much, I, don't know, I didn't think I was really qualified to do something like that. And sometimes still have issues with it. And so I decided to like kind of keep it internal and you know, say, oh, you know, keep praying about it and thinking about it. But I never really vocalized it. And there was a point where I think I got really stressed about the whole decision of what I was trying to do and, and God really, you know, pushing me and prompting me to do something that I was hesitant to do. And so I got to a point where I finally 
decided to talk to someone and vocalize it. And it really mm-hmm. lifted a burden off my chest to just put it out there and wow. have someone else kind of ask the right questions because God might be asking me to do something, but you know, my own perspective on who I am and what I can do is always broken and false. Mm-hmm. And so to have someone else speak into that and kind of speak truth into that too is really helpful and just how God uses a community to encourage us and build us up. And so, yeah, just having those conversations with others about what you might be thinking about missions and asking questions of, yeah, especially people who have done overseas mission stuff or is currently a missionary asking about kind of, yeah, what it's like over there as you asked me before, like highs and lows because there are a lot of highs with it, with just how you see God moving, not just in your own life, but in like the ministry that you're part of. But there's also mm-hmm. a lot of lows and a lot, a lot of like spiritual warfare, a lot mm-hmm. of conflict that you go through, yeah. uh, a lot of just things that you have to kind of suffer through with that. And you kind of dive straight into it because you've decided mm-hmm. to do this. Um, but that doesn't necessarily retract from just the blessing that it is and, and just the highs that come with it and so mm-hmm. I mean just having like a learner's position honestly and wanting to ask a lot of questions and learn more about missions is always really important mm. oh, that, was, that was so good so much wisdom <laughs> I was so touched yeah. so moved I really like what you're saying about how um, it's really like the body of Christ. We're coming together. Um, and cause I know it's like, you know, like saying goodbye to people and sending people off is really hard. Cause it's like, it's a relationship and it's like, like you might not see them in a long time, but it's mm-hmm. knowing that we're all working for the same cause. I think that was just really mm-hmm. touching and moving for me to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh thank you so much for, yeah. Just joining us today more. Um, yeah. Thanks okay. for having me. Yeah, okay. We're going to close in prayer now. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I just thank you that uh, we get to um, just uh, hear from Mo and from how um, you've been teaching her. I uh, thank you that in our weaknesses, Lord, uh, it does, it, our weaknesses do not stop your gospel, gospel mm-hmm. from being spread. Mm-hmm. I just pray that uh, to us and to our listeners, Lord, that uh, you may give us a heart for the nations, a heart for you to be glorified among the nations. And I pray that uh, as we consider how we may be involved in missions, whether we are goers or we are senders, um, just we pray for wisdom a lot. And we pray mm-hmm. that you may always align our fears and doubts to your truth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just pray that you may bless um, everyone who's joining us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.